Longer Raz and Maz. Yes, Jazzy. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. How are you? I'm very good, bro. So how's your, how's your day been so far? Uh, just staying home, doing nothing. Not too much. Absolutely, been doing the same thing. I love the energy. Yeah. So, obviously, you know, we had that big, uh, you know, big problem, but he's now gone, so it's all good. But now we can finally get into the podcast, you know, and just do it for, you know, how, however long you got to do it for. Right. So, so we got a few, we got a few topics. I think we need to be uh, talking about. No, obviously, as Raza did mention earlier, BLM is the is the problem we want to talk about first. Yes. So, what have you got to say about BLM? BLM, right? Uh, I think that that's all right to be rude to people. It's it's really wrong. They they think it's cool. They think now nowadays it's just getting worse and worse every day, and it's really bad to joke about it. And yeah, just to all the people that think it's all right. Fuck you. So, do you think it's do you think it's right for people to be you know like violently protesting in America and all over the world because of BLM? It's all right for them to protest, but in the pandemic, it's a bit dangerous. Right, I, I get what they're uh, protesting for, but risking their lives for the pro. But that sh- that does show part of it does show uh, the passion that they have for the for the Black Lives Matter movement. But what about violent protesting? Do you agree with that? Violent protest? Do you agree with that? No. This should be a protest of peace. We shouldn't harm anyone. And anyone at all because then we're just decreasing our population and that's not what we want. I love that. I love that. So you do not agree with the, with the you know riots as a whole? No. That's fair enough. That's fair enough. So... You obviously, like I said, the BLM topic has been a very bad problem even over the world and over, you know, definitely America, they've been affected by it. Right. But, so, the whole, obviously, George Floyd case was the one that, that started it all off, you know? Yeah. So, obviously, all that case has been done now, but that case caused, you know, the whole rights and all this, like, bullshit to go down, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, that, but the yeah, I think the thing with the BLM topic is people, you know, people see it in two different ways, you know? You got right. people that agree with it, and people that just you know completely hate the hate the movement. You know, exactly. So, what do you think about you know the statues and that being torn down of you know your figures? Uh, in a way, partly, uh, it's deserved, and partly it's disrespecting other people's cultures. But other people may think that be put down because they were all slave owners very big figures in those countries and the second part is that other people might think that it shouldn't be taken down because it's a historic statue and it's there for a reason so I'm not 50 so you do agree with it partially but you don't exactly it's very, I, like, I like I like the, I like the uh, idea but I personally do do not agree with you know with the vandalism and all that I think it's a bit too far, you know, I mean, tearing down statues of, you know, famous figures, you know, that, you know, helped us out in whatever way, but... Yeah. But anyway, let's get on to the next topic, apart from BLM aside. Right. Now, I think another big topic is in the world is the climate change issue. Yep. You want to express on that a bit more? Right. 
So, climate change. It's a huge impact on the earth. Huge impact. It's gonna change the. It's gonna change the world one day. And if we don't do something right now, it's gonna. It's gonna. But what can we do to stop it? Keep things more sustainable, right? Get, for example, NASA. They've done so much on how to get to space and everything, but they haven't focused on our actual Earth. And I find that very stupid, right? So we need their help. Not just their help, everyone's help. Keep everything sustainable. For example, recycling, right? Recycling, getting everything in the bin. So much, better, so much better for our planet. Completely agree. Completely agree. So, what do you what do you think of the idea of you no know, of Elon? You know, wanting to take us to Mars. What do you think about that? I find it kind of crazy. You know, I mean, can he really do that? Can he really pull it off? I'm not sure, but it's going to be an unbelievable task if he does successfully do it. Let's let's say he offered you know you to go to space. Would you do it? What for free? What, just to live on a just to live on a new planet, would you do that? Yes, I would do that. But if you had, but if you had to go by yourself, all on my own. Exactly, no one else with you. No help. Yeah. Then no. So you wouldn't do that. I'm not safe on my own in a in a new planet where I don't know what the hell is going on. It's fair enough. Fair enough. I like I like that's it. You know, fair enough. But what if it was completely safe and there was but it was but you was the only one there. Then I would, if I can come back and be perfectly fine, then yes. Okay, let's say you could come back, but you could only come back in like a year. Oh, then no, I wouldn't. That's it. You know, I think that would be a pretty good idea, you know, because like, you should imagine you'll be on a planet, you know what I mean? No one else up there could do, and you could do anything you ever wanted, you know what I mean? Right, I get what you mean. What if it's like a different planet? What if it wasn't just Mars? What do you, you think about that? I'd like to visit uh, Neptune. That's a, that is a bit of a weird one. Only because the weather conditions there are not that bad. It's it's mild. It's not too hot. It's not too cold. It's just, for example, on the Earth it would be fifteen degrees around. So so. I mean, that's a good argument. It's a fair argument. So, do you agree with what Elon Musk is doing with the whole space industry? I mean, it's a good idea if you put it to mind, but it's kind of crazy if you think about it. I don't think our human brains are too developed for that. Right, that's right. I like the, I like the point. When you, when you say that, what do you mean by that? We're, that we're not developed enough yet? What do you mean? As in, like, we haven't done enough invent- inventions to make this happen these things happen we haven't done enough right but who do you but who do you think could do that i have no idea honestly i have no idea any there's any one person in the world that can make that happen who do you think it is i am lost i have no idea about elon you don't think elon could do that no no i don't think so no pretty bad but yeah i think the whole thing with him doing this all with during the climate change situation, I think it's pretty outrageous, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's good that he's trying to help the world out. Understandable. But so, obviously, obviously, you said you wouldn't go, if he offered you to go, if you got offered to go to, you know, a different planet, you wouldn't do it. 
Yeah. What if you got off, what if you got offered a decent sum of money? Then maybe like, I'm, I'd I'm talking six figures plus. Maybe I, I'd consider doing that. Maybe. But you could. But you have to go by yourself, and you just couldn't come back. I can't come back. Well, no, you can, but like after like two years. Ah, that's kind I, of. I even do it. I don't think I'd do that. I don't think I, I'm the type of person to do that. Maybe other people would, but I'm not the type of person. It's understandable. Well, well, I think with the whole you know climate change situation is you know all these fucking rockets and that flying up and down in space, you know, it's a yeah. bit making it making the you know things a bit weird. You know what I mean? All right. But I definitely like the idea. All right. Anyway, so that is the climate change topic discussed. We've got a few more things to get over. This is the third podcast. It's not going to be a couple of hours. I mean, as we, as we as we go on to start making more, we will definitely be doing longer times, getting more people on. Right. Razza will be joining us soon, next podcast. Very soon. Maybe tomorrow. Even tomorrow. Maybe. We'll see. No, I mean, it, it is Sunday tomorrow, and we're we doing our podcast every Sunday, so, you know what I mean? There could, there's definitely going to be two. We'll see. We'll see. And we're changing it to Saturdays and Sundays, every 5pm. Make sure you stay tuned. We will be, people, people will be intrigued. Alright, anyway, the next topic we want to talk about is, you know, the youth, the society of today, the, the youth of today, the people of today. Alright, let me tell you the youth of today. The youth of today is way different to the youth of 10 years ago, right? For example, let me give you an example. Youth of 10 years ago were happy and jolly. They just turned 13 and now they're allowed to go out with their mates whenever they want. They just turned 13. Now in this society, when they just th- turned 13, they get introduced to weed, vapes, uh, gang violence, right? They get to go out whenever they want since they were seven, for example. It's honestly horrendous. So you don't agree with how kids are doing things nowadays, no? No, I don't. I really don't. So what, do you think, what do you think kids should be doing instead of you know going out, getting into gangs or that? What do you think kids should be doing instead? I think they should be dreaming, uh, focusing on, and doing what they love to do, because they're still kids, still kids. So. So you don't. So you can. So you completely disagree with you know the idea of you know kids vaping, you know kids doing you know drugs and all that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But why do you think this has all been influenced on little kids nowadays? I blame the parents, to be honest. I blame the parents. I don't know where they learned it from, but I blame the parents, to be honest. Well, but you blame the parents what? Because of what? Would you? Why? Why do you blame the parents? Because they're not really taking not taking care of their their sons. Really, I mean, some some parents are just letting their sons go out till like what one in the morning outside. Anything that could happen to your child. Anything. So it's quite dangerous out. It's quite and nowadays it's quite dangerous out there to go out at night because there's many gangs out now, many gangs. So obviously, you know, Razzle has experienced, you know, his fair share of that in his in his time, you know. Yeah, I've heard about it. But you know, obviously, the gang the gang violence around this around the area, you know, that we are at, you know, it's things start spiring out of control, you know. So, I remember yet. Yeah. 
um, I heard about a uh, school uh, getting uh, police and had to search everyone going into that building. It's absolutely tragic. No, but I think the main the main impact is you know the social media side of things. What do you think about that? Well, nowadays social media, when when everyone was new to social media, like on years ago, yeah. Uh, everyone was new to it. Everyone enjoyed it. Everyone had fun with it. Nowadays, nowadays, this time, it's horrific. Where people just const- constant verbalists everywhere. It's unbelievable. For the, for the audience, what do, you, what, do you, what do you mean by what does verbalist mean for the audience? Uh, for example, I'd say verbalists are partly anti anti police. Uh, partly rude just online in general and rude in real life as well. Uh, Fair enough. Yeah. So you th- so you think social media can have a it could have a big impact, you know, on kids nowadays? Yeah. It could it could really mess up their heads sometimes because some some people some older people influence younger children on social media to do these stupid things that they shouldn't be doing. That, that is a good point. That is a good point. I'd like to add more to that. You know, I think with the social media side of things, you know, I mean, kids are influenced to do things, you know, that they think are cool. You know what I mean? Like the drinking, the drugs, the, you know, the vaping and all that. Yeah. The nicotine, I think, and smoking, I think, you know, kids are influenced over social media to do these things. You know, I think it's quite bad how they're getting influenced so easily to do these things, you know, because they think they're, you know, cool. They're going to give attention, you know. Almost, It's almost like a trend. It's almost like they're trying to follow a trend. That's what I'm saying. It's it's so it's so often nowadays. You know, there's little there's kids like you know, no older than twelve years old. You know, doing vapes and all that. You know. Yeah. So I think people yeah. kids can just stop. You know, getting influenced so much by social media. It's just a dangerous world out there. It's a different world in social media. Different world. So Jazz, if you could say anything to any young kid nowadays, what would you say? Be careful of what you're watching. Be careful of what you're doing. And make sure you listen to your elders. Not make sure e- you tune into the jazz cast. Exactly. Make sure you're tuning in to listen to you know. Got all the advice. Sponsored by Like a Mobile. Uh, I thought our sponsor, you know, our sponsor, you know, promoter talker was not here today because she couldn't make it. She's busy working, but we haven't. We need a. We need her to sign our contract, so we can confirm the Like a Mobile assistant. I like that. So, yeah, the next topic we're going to talk about, you know, I think a lot of people are interested in this is the football side of things, you know, or the soccer side of things. Favourite, my favourite. I think one of the main questions people are talking about right now is, you know, the big the big red team, Manchester United. Man United, you know, would... it's like they're falling down. It's like they're falling down. So, what would you, what would you think about the team in a whole? To be honest, everyone's like, everyone, everyone's a good pair. Very good pair, very good group, uh, in total. Uh, I like, I like how they are. I like how they, the motivation with each other. I like it. But um, the problem is the staff and the managers. There, there's a problem in that club with with those people. Right enough. So, what do you think about Cristiano Ronaldo? You know, the magic man who's done everything this season apparently for Manchester United, carrying the team. 
yeah, Ronaldo has carried the team a lot. And and Oli Gunnar Oli Gunnar Solskjaer, you know, I think he's been an absolute wally this whole season. He's he's done his bits, but now I think it is it's, it was time to go. Eventually. Yeah. I think how Manchester United finished that all up with Oli made it very stupid, you know, because they tried making the fans you know, upset and emotional about it. I mean, Oli was a, you know, I think people don't, people are underrating Oli a little bit. He was an okay manager, but I think he was not fit for the job. Not fit at all. He, so, a yeah. lot, he got a lot of hate, a lot of hate, especially on social media as well. A lot of hate. So obviously Manchester United set to face, you know, the big blues, Chelsea tomorrow. Right. The, I believe, I believe the score might be. I'd say two one to Chelsea. Two one Chelsea. Now, yeah. me being a Manchester United fan, I could not agree any more than what he just said. I think Man United are going to get you know thrown into the ground, thrown under a bus by Chelsea. No, but let's, no. let's be let's be realistic here, right? Uh, the new manager of Manchester. United. New manager of Manchester United. Um, he's doing a pretty, pretty well, pretty good job. He should be starting um, Van der Beek instead of Fred, because Fred this season has been absolutely horrendous. Completely, completely agree. But he did drop in the Villa Real game. You know, he did, he did show some sign of you know he's coming back. Right. So, what do you think about his performance in the Villa Real game? First performance in the Villa Real game. Well, it's just like Fred. It's just he's consistent, inconsistent. I think that's a big point about Fred is inconsistency. You know, right? I feel like, because I feel like on his day, Fred is something else. I think it's like really it's, it's like it's like a Fred cycle. Like if he does something well, they talk the next day. Like re, they praise him. Then the next match he does horrible, and then they hate him again, and then it's just a cycle. So that's why I'm talking about inconsistency. Can't agree with that anymore. You know, I think Fred's best performance probably was that Villarreal game. You know, the most recent one with Manchester United. Yeah. Didn't see uh, Fred. Pre- that's the thing. That's the first time we've seen Fred press up. You know, in the first, in about what a year. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Strong maybe Fred is. might be in a comeback now. You know. He could, he could. could. We'll see though. We'll see at the end of the, this season. Could we see Fred? Up. Could we see Fred talk celebrating on, on on Chelsea tomorrow night? Could we see that maybe? We could, and I've been hearing rumours about Chiesa joining Chelsea soon. Yeah, that could definitely be a strong possibility, I believe. But if that happens, Chelsea might even become the best team in Europe. I definitely do believe that. Maybe in the world. I'll never know. Possibly. I don't actually know, to be honest. But I think Fred definitely has a lot of potential, but people are just sleeping on Fred a little bit. Yeah, that is true. What I believe is Van der Beek has been treated horribly, absolutely horribly. And I feel very, terribly bad for him. That is, yeah. It's like he's almost a Unbelievable. I think I think the main thing is we want to talk about is at least hopefully the new Manchester United manager you know does a bit more with the team than, than you know it could be. 
Right. I think if you look at it player-wise, Manchester United have got some of the best players in the world. Pogba, Klaas, Ronaldo has been named the best player in the world before. But I think the main thing is, can these players just ain't playing like how they how they how they should be? You know, you look at Pogba if you're not for fucking for France, he's different. Way different. He's he's a beast. He's representing his country. But when he step when he steps on that pitch at Old Trafford, he's just not the same. Not the same at all. I mean, he does little bits, you know, little bits, little good bits. But he's not. It's not consistent like like he plays for France. I think the main, I think one of the other things are is that there's been talks to um, PSG next season. Uh, well, I don't think that's going to happen. But if you think about PSG and a French team, what could you do over there? Maybe, maybe, maybe he'd play better, in my opinion. I, in my opinion, I think he'd play better because it's in his country. It's in his hometown, in his home city, and he he would probably perform way better, I believe. When you think about it, you know, Man United and PSG were considered the best teams, the best teams in the Premier World in the world. I mean, but you know, both both losing to Man City, you know, by two, it's pretty. Is I think it's pretty shocking. Yeah. I mean, if you look at PSG's lineup. On that day against Man City, you know they have the three best attackers in the world easily. And you got Mbappe, Neymar, and Lionel Messi on the same front line. It's honestly right. Listen, here's the big question: the question that a lot of people has been talking about, right? Which trio was better, MSN or MNM? MSN was was different. I think I think that was one of the best trios I've ever seen in football. Yeah, best relationships. You, they they their own kids even know each other. That's how good that trio was. Could you just imagine Suarez going to PSG? Like I can't imagine that. The no. trio, the, the trio, I imagine they'll come back together. You know, that'd be lovely. But you know, how about let's talk about what ifs. So, what if Neymar never moved to Then I think Barcelona will still be in the mud. I don't, I don't believe that. I think uh, Messi would have stayed and Suarez would have stayed. Uh, Def Chavi, um, Chavi probably would have got interest because the manager would have got sacked. I'm guessing. And Messi would still be easily uh, be named the best player in the world, which I believe is true. He is still the best player in the world. Just this year, he hasn't been performing to his potential. I think if you look at uh, with the Barcelona, I think Messi was going to have to leave anyway because they couldn't just they couldn't afford to keep him anymore. Yeah, you have a point. Yeah, good point. I mean, even if Neymar stayed at PSG, he wouldn't. Messi wouldn't have lasted long because it's, they couldn't afford to pay for him. Listen, yeah, if, listen, I think PSG have got an absolutely amazing team, an OP, overpowered team, right? But here's the problem, right? The way, how are they going to pay all these, all this money 
with these type of expensive wages, right? Messi, for example, he'd probably be going for 200k every week. Neymar, 300k every week. Um, Mbappe, uh, 150k every week. Uh, Donnarumma, 100k a week. It's a lot of money if you, if you think about it. They've made very good signings, but their wages is just way too expensive. That is, that is a fair point. So, what do you think about the Ballon d'Ors this year? Because I think it's very highly likely that Messi gets the Ballon d'Ors. Do you agree with that? It's close. It's close. I believe it's between Lewandowski and Messi. If you look at if you look at the stats this year, Lewandowski has got way more goals than Messi. You know. Yep. Messi's like, I'm, got I'm... Messi's got nine goals this season. Lewandowski's got sixty-two. So, if you look at that difference, I think Lewandowski does deserve his first Ballon d'Or. Yes, he does. I believe so. But I also believe that Messi should be still named the best player in the world. Yeah, well, okay, I'll say that. But currently, at the moment, no, not. Right. Let's talk about the 28th when Modric won. Do you think he deserved that? No. I mean, I... Cristiano, Cristiano should have won that Ballon d'Or so easily. He should have won that. After scoring that beautiful bicycle kick against Juventus a week before the Ballon d'Or, it was unbelievable. I that think that was one of the best goals I've ever seen in football. One of the best goals. Easily against you know, he and but he went to that club a few what a few months what a few weeks after. Yep. So, you know, top team against a top keeper, Buffon. It's unbelievable. Let's, let's have a little talk about keepers. You know, who do you think right now is the best keeper in the Premier League? In the Premier League, I think Edouard Mendy. Absolutely outstanding. He's been Who do you think of the top three? Top three, right. So, at first, we have Benjamin Mendy, right? Benjamin Mendy? I meant Edouard I Mendy. You've got, you've got the wrong Mendy. <laughs> Just too many Mendys. Right, so... Edward Mendy, then second. Hmm. You know what? Ramsdale. I think Ramsdale. He's been doing and making wonderful, wonderful saves consistently. And I think the third best keeper is between Allison and Edison. Who do you think? I I wouldn't put Ramsdale in the top three. I put him in the top five. What? Who? I, my top, my top three keepers would be what right now Premier League currently active. I, I'd say yeah, Admired Mendy first. He's definitely he's definitely the best right now. And then my so my yeah my top three would be Mendy. People might disagree on me when I say this, but I'm saying the Hay a second. Uh, him, but the hair recently has been so it's been on fire. I, I know he's making, he, he he's making some mistakes in that, but he, when you look at that, hair, he's he's top five best keepers in the world. Well, I mean, well, wait a not in the world, but he's top five best keep, Premier League keepers of all time. Yeah, I'd say he's top five. I don't think he'd be top three, but top five. Yeah, he is a class keeper, and he was he was before named one of one of the best keepers in the world. Maybe he still is, but he's probably in the top ten. Maybe. 
But I believe who do you, the best keeper in the world is today? Well, the best keeper in the world. Best keeper in the world. Mendy. Well, cur- currently, right now, Mendy. In my. But if you're talking yeah. about like all time, then then you start to talk about the hate. I might have to disagree but, with you on that. Yeah, but definitely Mendy. I think right now in in his form is the best keeper in the world. This is what but I how think. Long... I believe. How long? Ob- I don't know. I believe Oblak is the best keeper in the world. Man, anyway, I think we're gonna wrap this podcast up in about in a, uh, about half an hour, so about two more minutes left of the podcast. Left. How I long? I think half an hour will do for, will do for the for the first podcast. You know. Yeah, it's been a, it's been amazing. It's been a, it's been a good talk, you know. I like I like I like this, you know. Yeah, we'll we'll do this again with more people. Well, we'll definitely get more people on next next podcast tomorrow. Definitely, we we will definitely do that. Well, yeah, I think we'll get Raz on tomorrow. I'll face on tomorrow and have have a little talk about you know just anything. All right. I think we're going to wrap that up now. It's been a good conversation. Yep. I will see you in a little bit tomorrow. All right. See you in a bit. Yeah, guys.